0: Hello, beautiful people. It's your girl, Jackie O with Kink Unashamed, here to talk about fudge or nah, aka anal sex. Um, I'm just going to start out by saying that this is my second time recording this episode. I attempted to record this last night, and I may have been a little bit too intoxicated to be recording, and it was a whole mess. It was a mess. So Here I am again tonight, lit but not as lit, so we're going to get through this, um, and hopefully I'll convey the message clearly. Um, I also want to start out by giving a fucking disclaimer. This conversation is going to get a little gross, and we're going to talk about some not so, you know, clean things, a.k.a. poop, boo-boo, the fudge. Um, So if that is bothersome to you, you might just want to stop now, or if you know that anal sex is never going to be something that you are willing to try, just girl, this, this ain't for you. Just move on. Just skip, just skip. Um, so yeah, we, I'm going to be very honest about the good, the bad, the ugly, the gross. I'm not going to go into, you know, nasty detail, but I'm going to be as real as I can be because I have not encountered anyone as honest and open about anal sex as I'm going to be today. So hopefully I'll help you. Again, maybe I'll just make you laugh, which is fine, but I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give my true opinion, the things that I've experienced, the research that I've done, and you know, how I've gotten to a place in my life that I can now enjoy anal sex just as much and sometimes more than vaginal sex. So I know, I know, but I promise it'll all make sense. So I'm just going to start out with the science because I think Most people are hesitant to do it because they think it's unsafe, it's unhealthy. Of course, you know, automatically think about it being unsanitary. That is a thing. But, um, so yeah, we're just going to go straight to the science and then, you know, we'll just kind of talk through it from there. The first question, is it safe? Um, You might think of anal sex as anal penetration with a penis, but you need to understand that there are more options. You can use just fingers or tongue, or vibrator, dildo, butt plug, anal beads, which I've grown to appreciate myself. Um, And like any sexual activity, anal sex isn't like an automatic unsafe. Um, It just requires a little bit more work, some research and understanding what you're doing so that you don't hurt yourself or get hurt by someone else, whatever. Um, So yeah, it can be safe if done properly. That's the point that's being made there. Things to consider, you need to understand that lubrication is a major concern. If you do not have a fucking lubricant, you do not need to be playing around with anal sex. If you do not have lubricant and spit does not fucking count as lubricant, do not play around with anal sex. And I know some people are like, oh, my pussy's wet enough that he could go from my pussy to my ass and this. If you are not using a lubricant, do not play around with anal sex. You're going to hurt yourself. And even those women that say, you know, he's taking it from the pussy to the ass, you know, there still is a level of discomfort if you're not properly lubricated. Find you a good water-based lubricant or in my, you know, as of late, I've learned, you know, how how to use oils for anal sex. So, I mean, girl, if you got some olive oil, that is better than nothing. Just saying, lubrication is a necessity. Take care of your butthole, girl. Like, don't let people go up in there dry or with spit, which is just gross. But lubrication is very important. I cannot stress that enough. Cleanliness is the most important, but lubrication from a safety, you know, not being injured standpoint is super, super important. I can't stress it enough because my first go at it, whoo, honey, it was not pretty, but we'll get there. Um... Like the vagina, the anus is a muscle and has to relax. So if you're super tense, it's not going to go well. So if you just can't get out of your head about it, girl, and you just super, like, wound up, just the thought of it kind of terrifies you, you got some more work to do. Don't go into the situation that fearful and that nervous because your body is not going to relax to let you enjoy it. So just saying. And, I mean, if a glass of wine will get you relaxed to the point where you're ready to, you know, try it, They have you a glass of wine, but just don't go into it super tense because it's it's just not going to be an enjoyable experience, at least not out the gate. Because you're going to be so like, girl, no, just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Um, And this, I'm reading this from Healthline. It also says like the vagina, the anus has bacteria. Um, Sexually transmitted um, infections aren't the only things that you should worry about with anal sex you know, there's bacteria that can be spread and cause other problems. So again, cleanliness, very, 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 very important. Um, some of the common concerns, will it hurt? Um, yes, it can. Properly lubricate and take your time. I cannot stress how important it is to take your time, sir. Like, I listen, this is not a pussy. This ain't, you know, this ain't wet and primed and begging to be fucked. You're going to have to coax your way into this. Like, you just can't ram this in there like that. Th- this ain't that. And even me now, this ain't that. And I have a asshole that has been exercised quite a few times. You still have to work it up. Like, nobody just goes raw doggy and, you know, or straight, you know, full force. And it's not hurting afterwards. Like, you... Got to get it primed to the same and take your time, baby steps. Lick it up. Stick your tongue in it. Stick a finger in it. Stick two fingers in it. Stick three fingers. Like, work your way up to the dick. And once the dick is in, don't ram it in, you know, slow stroke, inching your way in. Like, just don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. Um, Is it normal to bleed? Um, This says yes and no. Some people will experience bleeding their first time or two, um, but bleeding should stop in future sessions. In my personal experience, I bled my very first time horrifically and maybe once or twice since then, but once again, once I understood the importance of lubricant, I really didn't run into situations where there was tearing and bleeding. So it can happen, but take care of your shit, you know. Minimizes the likelihood that it could bleed. Um, Will it affect my ability to poop? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to read what this thing says. It says, you might experience an urge to use the bathroom soon after your raunchy romp is over. But anal sex won't prevent you from pooping. Um, And despite urban myths... Anal sex won't stretch out your anus and prevent you from holding in bowel movements. Now, I've heard stories from people that I know, and I've heard firsthand accounts from these people that I know that they have run into situations where, you know, they couldn't control their bowel movements. So I'm just saying that I've heard from people. Their personal experience, they have been in that position. But this article from Healthline says that that's an urban myth. Okay, I mean, all right, that's what it's online, so it must be true, right? Yeah. (laughs) But um, other than that, the fudge packing thing. It kind of is a thing. Like if you go into the anal sex situation and you don't properly clean out your situation and there's things that are sitting, you know, on on already, like, you know, you you may have to use the bathroom in the next hour or whatever. And you go and have anal sex. um, The the pressure of the sex act is going to kind of push things um, backward, back up. So, it can kind of who make it a little hard to use the bathroom the first go after anal sex. I hope I conveyed that well enough without it being gross, but things can be compacted if they're, you know, sitting low enough in the anal cavity and it could lead to a little bit of a discomfort when you first, you know, do a number 2 after anal sex. It can happen. But if you, um, fleet or do an enema or anal douche, whatever you want to call it, um, you're going to flush all those things out of there. So there's not much of a likelihood of things being packed up and there being discomfort. Whew. So yeah, I really hope that that didn't get too gross. And I tried to cover that as, you know, not gross as possible. <laughs> so in my personal experience, Um, fleeting, anal dishing makes for such a smooth experience, no messes, it's clean on the inside, and of course you're going to make sure it's clean on the outside, you know, there's less of a stress and a fear of making a mess, or, or something like that, you know, happening, I say, if you know anal sex is on the menu this weekend, girl, just keep, or if it's gonna be on the menu at some point, just buy a box of Fleet. I literally keep a box. I never am without a box of Fleet under the cabinet. And when the conversation comes up, it's like, okay, baby, we could we could try that, but I'm gonna need like two days, <laughs> like I'm gonna need a day to prepare for that. So, sir, sir, gentlemen out there, can y'all just give us a heads up when y'all think y'all want to try that freaky shit? Like when you think you want to do the anal thing, like just give me a couple of days heads up so I can get my you know my body prepared. For the situation so i'm clean and i'm not concerned about what's gonna happen and i understand you get all high and heavy and you get drunk or whatever you're like let's do that kinky shit and i'm like shit i ain't have a chance to prepare for this like oh god please don't let me make a mess it happens it happens but it's very important to also i personally use condoms during anal sex just to make sure you know there's nothing you know, there ain't no brown on the tip. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's gross. I'm sorry. But um, let's just put the condom on to make sure there ain't no brown on the tip. And um, it just, it, it also helps with the lubrication piece too. Because, you know, depending on the person, he might have a, you know, a fat, ridgy dick with veins popping out. And, you know, the condom will help smooth, you know, those ridges and bumps. Ooh, child, did I just not take myself somewhere right then? Girl, I just busted out in the cold sweat oh have mercy um this thing says to cut your nails oh it also says wear a condom like I said um position is very important understanding what works for you I'm a doggy style kind of girl I like to you know get in the you know doggy style position with a super low crouch my knees as far apart from each other as they can be like when I'm almost laying flat on the bed but not all the way flat, so it's like that perfect angle, so he can still hit both holes, but they're like as wide open as they can be from the back yeah girl that's that's my favorite, but I'm also really into um anal sex while I'm on my back with my legs up in the air yeah that's that ain't that ain't too bad either, so yeah, position is very important. you gotta try some different stuff and you know, there is nothing wrong with keep, you know, try different shit to get it right. Like it's, it's not always going to be right the first time. And sometimes not even the second time, but you got to try. And once for me, it's a fun thing. Like, it's like, Oh, let's see, you know, how I can evolve sexually and learn new shit and experience new feelings and, you know, have different types of orgasms because there are different types of fucking orgasms. And if you don't know that, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry, hold on, I have a dry mouth. Mm. But I learned a different type of orgasm when I learned to appreciate anal sex. Can't explain it. There's something about having like a vibrator in your ass while you're getting fucked in the pussy at the same time, or vice versa, the the connection of the anal cavity to the vaginal, like that. It's a very thin veil, in my personal opinion, and when done right, it can send you, like, over the fucking moon. Who Over the moon. But, yeah. And one of the last questions is, can anal sex lead to orgasm? It absolutely can. Absolutely can. Um, so, yeah. The quick synopsis of that. Clean your shit. Clean your shit very well. Lubricate like, over-lubricate, use a condom, and there is no, there's not a higher rate of getting an STD or sexually transmitted infection from anal sex over vaginal sex. The only concern is the transfer of bacteria and other things if you move from the anal cavity to the vaginal situation with, you know, trace Traces of things from the back going to the front. It could create infection. So just clean your shit, lubricate yourself, and make sure, just enjoy yourself. Make sure you're relaxed and you're not, you know, moving quicker than you need to be moving because you just need to, you know, it needs to feel good. There needs to be a very, you know, relaxed situation where you feel good about what you're doing and you feel sexy and in control. So do your research. And, ladies, I don't know if this is unpopular or whatever, but just like you need to get to know your pussy, you need to get to know your ass. So clean your shit well. When you having a good masturbation session, you know, planning the pussy, rubbing on the clit, moisturize, lubricate that finger, and tickle, you know, play back there. Enjoy yourself, girl. It's kind of odd. The angle is a little rough, but it's doable. And there are other things like, you know, vibrators, like the very small vibrator. That's like my most favorite thing in the world. It was one of the first things I put in my ass, you know, a very small butt plug. I actually posted one of those on my Instagram. Um, Those are so enjoyable because like you could put your butt plug in (laughs) and go to work with it in and it's, oh, yes, honey, it's, it's quite interesting quite, quite interesting. Oh, Lord have mercy. So yeah, excuse me. I think that's everything from a science perspective and kind of the prerequisites to trying anal sex is, you know, cleanliness, lubrication, you know, communicating with your partner, being very open and being very clear and just having a good goddamn time. So I'm all for it. And I think that I know that there are a lot of people that are like, that's an exit only, I ain't never, that's nasty, that's gross. And I respect your decision, I, I respect how you feel about it, but I only ask, if you've never tried it, just try it one time, and then decide if it's something you think is disgusting. That's my only, my only argument is just try it once maybe, see if you like it, and if you don't, then... Okay, but if you could never get to the place to relax enough to try it, then I, I respect it. But at least try it or consider trying it before you're just like nah, just nah, because it's those orgasms are amazing. Just saying. Um, my first time having anal sex, I was like 19 years old, and it was with my friend with benefits that lasted for 14 years. Oh, we were very young, of course very new I mean we had only been sexually involved with each other at that point for like 2 3 years um and he was my only partner at the time so everything I knew I knew from him and yeah I think he was like drunk that night and he was like let's do it and I, of course I'm not prepared didn't know what I was doing you know I'm bent over and he like rams it in my ass and Jesus the pain I took it he came We left, you know, separated and we went our separate ways. And when I used the restroom, it was not pretty and it was very painful. And I didn't try it again for years after that because I was so fucking traumatized and it was so painful. And that's why I say I learned very quickly the importance of lubricant because the next time I tried it with lubricant, I found that it wasn't, you know, This trip, you know, scary experience. And then, you know, as I have now evolved, I have encountered a man, a gentleman, who I shall call Master. We're going to call him Master, and it'll make sense um, in some later episodes. But we're going to call him Master. He has helped me understand and appreciate all things anal play. And he has coined me his anal slut. which is, I don't know how to feel about that, because it's like, oh, that's gross, but it's nice to be the one and only to be able to do some of the things that I've learned to do. But, (laughs) um, you know, he has introduced, um, like, prostate massages, which are, of course, women don't have prostates. You know, prostate massages are made for men, but, you know, they can be used to please women as well. So, introducing those to me, introducing fingers, introducing... Uh, the rimming situation, eating the, eating the ass, um, and then taking his time when it comes to, you know, the anal sex and, you know, teaching me to appreciate, you know, the buildup, um, the introduction of toys. He of course introduced the anal beads to me. Oh, I hate, I love, it's such a love hate relationship between those motherfuckers because the issue I have with them the orgasms that they help build up are amazing, but I hate them because it literally, when those beads are being pulled from your ass, this sensation, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know how to fucking explain it. You know, if you're getting fucked in the pussy, like fucked from behind, you know, doggy style, pounded from behind in your pussy and those anal beads are being pulled out one by one at like a snail's pace. That, it is sensory overload. It is devastatingly good. Like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so horrible. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it, bitch. But that is the best $14 I've ever spent in my life. Um, And as you will see on my Instagram, I posted two sizes. One size, they're like maybe a big marble. And then the other one... I don't know. It's like one of the little rubber bouncy balls, a super, I don't know how to, they're not, they're not small, but they're, you know, not humongous. So, um, I, I would say if you're going to try it, try the smaller size, of course. Um, I struggle with putting them in myself just because of the angle. Um, but they can be enjoyed alone and the, the beauty of the big beads you know big anal beads is that of course clean them well you can use them as like benoit balls and put them in your pussy while you have the smaller set of the anal beads in your ass and just while you can you could just walk around like that I have been ordered by master to go to work like that and the shit is whoo it's very hard to concentrate um, because the the larger ones have like almost a vibration that happens because I think there's like a small or something inside of it so it kind of rattles and shakes and the weight of that after, you know, several hours in the office of sitting down, standing up, walking around. Ooh, honey, if you don't own Benoit balls or have never tried them, I urge you to fucking try them because, ooh, honey, it is quite an amazing pussy exercise. It's good for the Kegels, but it is so arousing. Like, you're going to be walking around with wet panties galore. You're going to have the little steam on your seat from where (laughs) where your pussy is radiating heat. And you don't... (laughs) That is so funny. That recently happened between some friends and I. I'm like, bitch, you see the steam on this goddamn seat? You see that hot pocket? You see this hot pussy girl <laughs> I'm leaving juices everywhere? Yes. <laughs> Look at me. All off topic. <laughs> um, So, yeah, uh master, you know, has helped me understand toys and appreciating taking the time and, you know, making it a sensual experience and, you know, my ass has done things that I didn't think were humanly possible. And whew, I'm I'm gonna just say it and I'm gonna move the hell on. I have been able to take a eight and a half inch dildo in my ass by itself and also the eight and a half inch dildo with a dick in my ass at the same time. Um That's all I'm going to say. I ain't saying no more. So you um, will be amazed what the ass can take and how much you can enjoy yourself when properly lubricated. Um, And as I've said before, anything that I say, I can prove. um, But I'm sure you don't want to see that. (laughs) And one of the things that I was introduced to as it pertains to anal and toys was something called the anal hook. And if I have a stock photo of one, I'll post it on Instagram. But the anal hook is basically, it looks like a big ass fish hook and it's like stainless steel. And on the end of it, where the point would be on a fish hook, it's like a little ball, little metal ball. And the the metal ball hooks into your asshole and the hook comes up your back. It's um, there's a hole at the end of it for you to insert rope or whatever. Um, in my experience, it was attached to a chain, which was attached attached to um, the collar, you know, wrapped around my neck, tied to my neck. So any movement I made, walking, crawling, laying, laughing, taking a deep breath, that damn hook would move around in my asshole. And it was as if that damn the little metal ball on the end of it was like rubbing up against I don't know if there's a G spot or like a spot in your ass that's like, I don't know, but who, honey? I was begging for that man to fuck me and get that hook out of my ass because it was driving me crazy, and it is something most women would never even entertain doing, but it took me like months, like three months of him, like, trying to coax me to do it, until I finally gave in, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll try it, so, I was even terrified to the point where I was like, no, for, like, a while, it took a while for him to convince me, but I was amazed at how much I enjoyed it, like, I have a picture of my ass in the air with the hook in it, like, again, I have receipts, but, um, yeah, I didn't even know that something like that existed. So a lot of the shit that I get exposed to in the kink world is, it shocks the shit out of me because I'm like, who comes up with this stuff? Like the hell? I'm like, how did he even think to buy this? Like what website were you on that is selling anal hooks? And you were like, oh, that'd be a great thing to buy and maybe convince someone to let me. You Like what the fuck? Because it literally was still in the wrapper and everything. And he was like, I've had this. And I've never found anyone who's willing to let me try it. And I'm like, the hell? What the fuck, bro? An anal hook. Jesus Christ. Like, it almost like the meat hook from like, was that Rocky? Where they hooked the, the big ass pieces of meat on the thing. Like, it was just weird. It's weird. And I've done it. And I'm low-key embarrassed. But I'm not. Because it's, it's the fucking truth. Um... <laughs> So, um, I've kind of lightly touched on it in the, actually in the previous episode, we talked about rimming, um, and then I just kind of talked about, you know, your ass being eaten before anal sex. Um, my intro, so I'm a, this is like a flashback. (laughs) When I was like 14, 15, I remember like my cousins, they were having like a party or something at one of my cousins' house, and every you know, the older people, they're all drunk and having a good time. And I remember two of my male cousins, their girlfriends bragging about the fact that they eat their men's asses, my cousins, my male cousins' asses. So mind you, I am born and raised in the South. Um, country girl, like who most black dudes, I'm talking about my upbringing and my exposure, they ain't about that touch my booty whole life. They ain't about that even, like, don't even look at my asshole, girl, don't even touch my butt. Like, there are some dudes that will, like, damn near swing on you if you, you know, grab their ass cheek <laughs> or try and, like, stick your finger anywhere near their asshole. Like, they're, you know, they be ready to fight. So I'm, like, you know, 14, 15 years old with the level of understanding that most black men don't even, like, their asses touched, played with, thought about and y'all niggas let these bitches eat y'all asses? Like, <laughs> I remember being like, the fuck that feel like? Mind you, at this point, I'm a virgin, naive as hell, wasn't even thinking about fucking. So I'm sitting here like, the fuck is going on? I'm wrapped up in the science of it. Like, wait a minute, you actually letting somebody bend your ass over and stick their toe? And I'm like you know, thinking about, again, young ass kid about how nasty that is and what comes out of there. And I'm just like, the hell is going on here? And so that was my intro to the whole idea that that was a thing. At that point, you know, I knew that having your pussy eaten was a thing, but I had never even encountered, thought about whatever about acid being eaten. And I remember going back to school and talking to my friends like, did y'all know? And they were like, yeah, that's nasty, what? And here I am at 31 years old, and I'm like, sir, I'm going to need you to eat this ass before you fuck this ass. Like, I'm going to need you to get it right. Sorry, not sorry. Like... Get it. It's clean. If you want to re-clean it, you can go ahead. Here's the bowl. Here's the hot water. Here's the soap. Here's the rag and the towel. So if you want to clean it before you stick your face in it, that's fine. But I'm telling you, I have made sure that it's clean. So I'm just need you to shove your tongue in it before you shove your dick in it. Thank you. Okay? Appreciate you. <laughs> that's my preference. But that's not always the case. It It isn't. It's just not. Just being fucking honest. Not every dude's into that. And I get it. But you know, they, they make up for it in other ways, and that's all I got. I'm not, that's all I got. I ain't got no more. <laughs> but gentlemen, I'm just saying that that makes the experience um, a lot more pleasurable. It helps you know the woman relax, which is one of the most important things. It helps with the lubrication, even though saliva isn't a good lubricant because you're going to have to put something on that before you put thick in it. Reminder. Um, but yeah, make sure that shit clean and have a good goddamn time, honey. Have a good goddamn time. So that's all I got. I don't really want to like be the dead horse when it comes to the anal thing. And I know it grosses people out again. I know, I know, I know. But try it. Just fucking try it. It it, is, it, I'm just telling you the orgasms are out of this world. Um, and even if you don't let your man put his dick in your ass, Because not all guys are into that. Even, I'm just saying, a small vibrator, or if you can find like a small prostate massage, because they're already, you know, the right size and they have a little curve in them, they're nice. Um, You know, a nice prostate massager, you know, something with a vibration to have in your ass while you're getting fucked in your pussy. I'm telling you, girl, it's amazing, amazing. Just do it. Just please try it get you some get you a box of fleet they come in a pack of two and they're like less than five dollars i think i get mine from walmart i get it from walgreens cbs whatever right aid whoever um and i'm telling you just and i again i have there's um a drag queen by the name of jasmine masters and he did a small little video and he was you know his tagline was, is your water clean or not? Like, and he was using, I think he was talking about using just a basic water bottle with, you know, hot, warm water um, and just using that to, you know, put it in your butt, squeeze it in there and let, you know, nature run its course. And then just keep doing that until the water that comes out of there is clear and clean, um, which is the, you know, the concept of the fleet. But the water bottle method makes sure it's like super clean. So I myself have, um, I purchased them from Amazon, but they're the bottles. If you've ever had a baby ladies, you know, those little water bottles you get to, to help, you know, squeeze warm water on yourself to clean up those. I bought some of those off Amazon. Like I got a set of like four for a couple dollars and I use those and I can, you know, soak them in bleach and sanitize them for reuse. And again, fill them up with warm water. Squeeze it up in there and just keep doing it till your water comes out clear. So just clean that thing, girl. And it can be so enjoyable. But I understand because I have done and I do it too. It's one of those things you're not pre-planning. It just happens like, oh, baby, let me stick it. Or he don't even ask. He just like, you know, where the lube. And it's like, oh, we, are we doing that? Oh, we being nasty, nasty tonight. Okay. Um, and you don't have a chance to prepare. You know, that's why it's very important. It's like, if we're going to do anal, we need to use a condom. So, you know, I know everybody, you know, you got your married people in long-term relationships and you're, you know, having, you know, unprotected sex. I get it. I just choose to, even with a person I'm having unprotected sex with, a boyfriend or whatever, um, I personally like to have a condom at play during anal. But I have also enjoyed it without a condom with proper lubrication and some serious cleanliness going on. So it can be done either way. Just understand that if you're doing it without a condom, you really have to be cognizant of your lube situation. Um, so yeah, just try it. Just, just get over yourself. Try it. And men, you know, just take your fucking time. Stop trying to rush into it. We're not porn stars. Like our asses don't get pounded into 10 times a day, every day on film. So take your time. We're not the girl in the movie. Okay. Just slow your roll. And then, you know, if you would be so nice as to give like two days warning or heads up that that's going to be on the agenda for the weekend, that would be much appreciated. All right, phrase of the week, and we about to go. We about to go on a journey, bitches. Let me put this iPad down. We about to go on a journey, and it's something I've kind of. <laughs> it's kind of the buildup. I wanted to talk about some of the basic sex topics first before we went over the deep end to talk about the world of BDSM, um, my life as a submissive, and all of the fun things I've been exposed to (laughs) that I've learned about myself and, hell, even life, and just sex and orgasms and having a good fucking time and being carefree in the bedroom the importance of trust and good communication. And honestly, I've learned so much in life from BDSM. We have so much to talk about. So the phrase of the week, word of the week is BDSM. Because so many people are like, what does that even stand for? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know what it means for me. (laughs) So the definition of BDSM is, it is an overlapping abbreviation of bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, sadism and masochism. Uh, sadism, you um, get sexual pleasure from hurting other people, and masochism is you, you know, get sexual pleasure from being hurt by someone. So, yeah, so many fun things to talk about. As always, if you have any questions, comments, any topics, things you want to talk about, um, any you know feedback you want on any situation, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at kinkunashamed at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at kinkunashamed. So a lot of the things that I'm talking about as far as images that I posted, I'm referring to the Instagram page. Please like, share, um, comment, any any feedback is always appreciated. I thank you all for listening. I see the numbers growing, and I I see y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate it. Um, So I hope at least y'all are having a good time on this journey with me. (laughs) Y'all keep listening, so I hope so. Um, Please share, share, share. Um, If you have friends that will be into it, share. Pass it along. And if they're not into it, you think they might know somebody that's into it, just fucking pass it along. You know, it's better to put it in front of them and give them the opportunity than to not, and then it's like, you know, they're not getting a good chance to kiki and maybe learn something. So give it a try. Shoot me an email. Like the Instagram page. And the topic for next week is the first and I don't know how many episodes about BDSM and my love of submission. Thank y'all. Love y'all. And stay motherfucking kinky.